Hello, and welcome to Bedlam Social Hour, a D&D podcast. I am Bedlam, the aforementioned DM of the story-driven, semi-edited, real-play Dungeons & Dragons podcast. Since the story we're sharing picks up in the middle, we would like to give you a very brief summary of three entities relevant to the adventuring party so the names are not completely foreign to you when you hear them for the first time. The first is Grenzander, a person of mild status in Aconitum Falls, the port city which is our setting. The adventurers recently liberated him from a soul-stealing gem and returned his soul to his rightful body. Subsequently, our heroes discovered evidence suggesting that his wife and daughter have fallen victim to a potential human trafficking ring. This leads us to the next two relevant entities. First, Mukal Holdings, a prolific business mogul within the city which seems to have its hands in almost everything, including ownership of numerous inns and taverns, several aspects of the shipping industry, and is allegedly involved in many of the seedier elements in town, including the trafficking ring potentially responsible for the disappearance of Grinzander's family. Lastly, the Alluring Eclipse, a covert offshoot of the local magic guild that is attempting to subvert seats of authority through the use of soul-stealing magical blood rubies, which originated from the south across the sea, the same type of ruby which held Grinzander abducted for a time. We hope this bit of information helps. As is the nature of stories involving good versus evil, our arc has brought us to some darker aspects of things, sometimes amplified by the fantastical setting. Some of the situations portrayed may be too intense for some listeners. Discretion is advised. Thank you for joining us, and we hope that you enjoy listening to our story as much as we enjoyed creating it. Uh, I'm Mark. I'm playing Lat Gain. He's a blue-skinned dragonborn of the wizard class, level 3. My name is Peyton. I am playing Mirmolnir, the amethyst dragonborn monk. My clan and I follow the way of the shadow that lived a quiet life underground, all in service to our god, Quisodros. I am on a personal quest to retrieve a stolen artifact and avenge the deaths of those that lost their lives attempting to protect it. And in that quest, I have found a group of people that even though are different from me in many ways, make me feel like I belong. Something I haven't felt in a long time. Hi, I'm Carrie. I play a fighter with amnesia named Tylalore. When I woke up here in the city of Aconitum Falls, my only memories were that of time spent in the uh, recently ended Ten Years' War in the southern land of Latresia. Recently, I've been experiencing memories from two different perspectives. Those of Tylalore, a soldier, and those of her general, Gwendolyn, who led the campaign of the war. I am currently married to Grom the Toothy, and together with the rest of the group, we're on a path to fight the various injustices we've encountered. Well, I be Percival, and I'm playing Grom. I'm a barbarian who's traveled south from the Northlands. My people have an odd affinity for hunting fierce beasts, because we believe that if we crack the bones and devour the marrow of a beast, we gain its strength. My tribe has been lost, and I've wandered south and met up with this band of ragtag hooligans that I consider my family, and I'd gladly kill for them. After dealing with the conflict surrounding Grinzander's estate, you have successfully aided him in reuniting his soul with his body. A member of your party, Mavka, set out to escort the body of the elven prince of Edvaris, Aerol, previously piloted by Grinzander. 
Her ultimate goal to deliver it to Thutkan, the Seneschal of Aconitum Falls' arcane district, who has originally proven trustworthy. While liberating Grenzander, you discovered evidence of a potential human trafficking ring with links to the business mogul Mukal Holdings. Your findings could potentially account for the absence of Grenzander's wife and daughter. Being the chief operations officer of Aconitum Falls' Teamsters Guild, Grinzander was able to present you with a handful of suspect establishments run by Mukal Holdings, and you have subsequently set out to hopefully garner some more information concerning the women's whereabouts. After a hearty breakfast at Grinzander's, you have set out with the intent of visiting the Siren before investigating your other leads, as it has thus far been a place of haven and information. So, traveling across the city, in the rain... How would you like to proceed? We're on our way to see Randall. Well, I believe we're going to do that, and then we're also going to check out Ezekiel's eccentricities. And possibly put a word out in a hunt for a statue of a close friend of mine, Knuckles. Because nobody can pronounce his name. <laughs> his name is Murray. And then let's what, what is your voice? How's it go? Your, your character's voice? What's that? Your character's voice? Uh, what about it? I've been trying to work on my voice, and I feel like I keep on just like going to your your accent you're doing. Are you becoming Grom? It's like every time I'm like trying to think of like a good dragonborn voice, and it's always like evil or your voice, I feel like. <laughs> but if I were Lat Gain, see, it's just you. That's you. <laughs> it's Lat Gain. <laughs> I had it first. <laughs> I know you did. Oh, that was a little more Irish. Yeah, more, more yeah. Irish on that. I am ferret. I tried to have. I even tried to do like a more of a sword fighter. Like I am not game, but it's like it doesn't get there. More mystical. I am not game. Um, one thing that you notice, uh, I would like everybody to give me a perception roll, please. Twelve. Eighteen. Twenty-one. So that's actually fourteen for me. Six. So as you make your way through town. There's one point where both Grom and Letgain, uh, you're walking down and you kind of look down this alley and, and you see a very large wolf that has its jaws around the head of somebody prone. Hey, hold up, doll. Any of you see that? You two go ahead and roll perception again since uh, Grom brought this to your attention. 22. 11. Miramal near you are uh, still kind of, you're, I don't know, you got water in your eye or something. It's, and uh, you're focused on something. You're in town? You're in town. And you see down this alley. All right. This very large <sighs> dire What's wolf. That? Oh. I'm pulling out that. my hatchet. Yes. And Tidalore, you see that. And I'm charging. As far as I recall, I'm not supposed to have giant wolves in town <laughs> <laughs> eating people. Somebody needs rescuing. I'll, uh,. Draw my sword and follow up just in case he needs the hand. I'm just standing around wondering why anyone would want to live in a big old city instead of a cave. What can I make out about the prone figure? Elvish in nature. The clothes are not fancy, but not poor. It's uh, probably you know, upper middle class. Not moving. My intention is to charge and shoulder tackle the wolf off of the prone body. All right, everybody roll initiative. 12. That's a 6. 14. 9. I don't know what you guys are running after, but I'm going with. Go ahead, and you're just going to go for it, huh? Yep. Shoulder tackling the wolf off of him. The alley is pretty narrow. 
their buildings on either side are, it's packed in there. So it was whoever was in charge of urban development at this point was just trying to get more bang for their buck. I'm just trying to knock him off, trying to roll him. And then if I can, I'll, I'll try to roll to my feet and straddle the body. Right before you charge, you pause and you look and you say, well, would you look at that? Or whatever it was you said to tell or... And the wolf, it's strange. It has its jaws around this person's skull, but it hasn't tried to close them yet. And it catches your eye. And you're ways away, but you're pretty sure you hear a... And then you charge. Let's have a let's have a strength roll. That'll be a 20. A dirty 20. Um, yeah, you blast into the wolf, and you hit him, and you move him back. Probably just about five feet, but you knock him away from the, the, the prone elf on the ground. And it's, uh, you don't get a, you don't get a burp, but you get a... <laughs> And as he turns to engage, Tylor, what would you like to do? Well, I guess I'm attacking. You can close distance, no problem. One problem that does present itself is that Grom and said direwolf are kind of a uh, ball of uh, motion and flesh and fur and teeth. Um, and that was a 19 to hit. 19 to hit, that will definitely hit. Roll me some damage. Give me a three. Bonus action if you want. I'm good for right now. Okay, what game, what would you like to do? So I would just want to move so I can see the dire wolf about 30 feet away, 25 feet away, 20 feet away, something like that, where I can see the wolf. And then I'm going to cast Snapping Sting, and that's just a constitution saving throw. He rolled a 15, so he passes his constitution save. And then what I would like to do then as can I make a reaction to that? Because I have this coronial shift. Yeah, so can I just do this? I'm going to basically do the coronal shift as a reaction, and you have to retry the, the roll. That is 12. He fails. That is two damage of necrotic, and you fall prone. He was struggling to his feet. Dogs can be pretty agile sometimes. Uh, but then, yeah, you hit him with your spell, and he gets knocked down again. Grom. Hi. Right now, since this is something that is so out of the usual, I'm just holding my ground. I'll be fine if he runs off. Mostly I'm just guarding the body and trying to trying to be a shield between the wolf and the body. And I'm, I want to look around as best I can to try to see if I can figure out where the hell it came from. Yeah, so take a perception as your action. Do I see any open doors or anything like that? Or eight. No, in the chaos of everything, you're, you're kind of pretty focused on uh, keeping his teeth away from your neck, and uh, you, you take a quick glance around, but you don't really see anything that's too terribly out of the ordinary. I mean, I try to get to my feet. Not a complete disengage, but you're able to get to your feet and kind of defend yourself without an attack of opportunity. Amir Molnir, what would you like to do? So Grom's pretty well separated from the... They're still wolf. pretty close to each other, and, but it's... They're not tangled on the floor anymore. Correct, yep. The dire wolf got another hit from Latgain and is still kind of struggling to get to his feet. So yes, uh, Grom ringing his feet first. I'm gonna, I'm gonna rush in. I'm just gonna, since it's down on the ground, try and kick it in the ribs as hard as I can. All right, roll me an attack with uh, advantage. Oh well, that's a twenty. Natural twenty. Yep. Oh snap! That will do that. Go ahead and roll me some uh, critical damage. So it'd be a nine. Yes, you are rewarded with a that landed. It hurt. It will take its movement to get to its feet and then kind of circle 
It doesn't aggressively go after either one of you, but it kind of circles, keeping its eyes locked with you. I've made a friend. <laughs> Mirmolnir, as it moves away, would you like to take an attack of opportunity? Sure. It's a 16. 16, yep. Yeah, you go ahead and... I'm going to try and punch it, but also kind of pin it between the wall. Um, so with 16, you land a punch, but it kind of skitters away from you and still. So go ahead and roll damage. Uh, five. Yeah, it is staring you down, Grom, and growling. Kind of gives you a glance. Everybody roll insight. That'll be a four. Eight. 21. Uh, 19. Again, and Mirmolnir, you kind of tell that this is not behaving like a beast. There's almost a higher intelligence there, the way it's looking and regarding not just going to town on your throats. So that brings us back to the top of the initiative with Tyler. So I'm directly next to it or in front of it right you now? You are. Is that... It kind of disengaged a little bit, so you would have to take a step to close distance with it. I'm going to attack. Okay, so you move in. That's three. That is three. That is not enough. As you step in to take a swing with your sword, you see it quickly regards you and adjusts to your attack and just kind of steps to the side. Let gain. This guy is not moving, hasn't done anything. No. Nope. So I'm going to want to just move to like here. I'm going to cast Mage Hand and like kind of just push it out towards the dog, but not hit it, just kind of almost like just put it in front of the dog's face and like, no, no. <laughs> Roll me animal, an, animal handling. Okay, so I got 17 then. It sees the hand and it looks confused. Should have gave it a snack. Um, but it does. It was, as it was circling, he was looking at Grom and <sighs> that hand pops up and he's like, oh. I guess if I have a bonus, it's just something's not right here. Uh, Grom? I've got full faith in Tyler Lores having my back. So I'm going to check this fella out on the ground. Grom reaches down and inspecting him for damage to see if he's... Yeah, Tyler's kind of stepped in between you two, so you turn and roll me investigation. Or medicine, whichever you'd like. Nine. He's been in a fight. Uh, his wounds don't look too terribly bad, but he's definitely unconscious. Breathing? Yes. Could I pick him up? Yeah, I'd say that, that'd eat up all your movement, though. I'll pick him up and throw him over my shoulder. Roll me a strength. These dice are off the team. Eight. <laughs> uh, you're, you're struggling a little bit with him. athletics? Yes. Ten. Okay. For a second, you're like, oh, I, I twisted wrong, but no, yeah, I got it. I got it. I'm good. I'm good. Mirror near. what would you like to do? I'm just going to try and figure run and try and do another attack. So you close distance. That's a nine. Nine, that is not enough. Whatever it was as you ran up and however the wolf jockeyed around. It's almost like you go to strike, but Tyler moved it the wrong way at the last second, and you have to pull your punch because you don't want to punch her. I think the dire wolf is going to take a bite at Tyler. What is your AC? You son of a bitch. 16. All right, he snaps at you, but you were able to kind of deftly move back just a little bit, and he does not bite. At that point, he moves again. And, yeah, he turns to run. Mira Molnir and Tylalore, if you'd like to take an attack of opportunity, you may. I think I'll let him go. He just doesn't want Grom to take his ear. Yeah, I think I'm going to disengage from it. Okay, so, yep, he, t he snaps and he turns and he hightails down the alley and he's going around the corner. Now, what the hell do you make of that? Have you ever heard about anything like that before? Big old wolf in a town like this? No, not really. 
Or one that'll just run in the middle of battle. Hmm. Or that would just... I don't know, it was almost like he was waiting there. Just holding this fella. But this guy looks pretty rough. We better go get him some help. I wonder if we should drop this fella real quick and check him for some... Some gems. Well, I'll, I'll gently lay him down on the ground. And I'll, I'll put my, my hand axe away. I still have mage hand out, so if nothing's visible, then I'll kind of ruffle around with his clothing. and. So you're actively looking? Yeah. Okay, yeah. investigation. That is a 11. Uh, you don't necessarily see. He's, he's got a ring on, but it's blue. I don't see anything too suspicious here, I suppose. You're right, now it's time to get some help from this guy. Does this fella look familiar at all? Do I see any iconography on his clothes or badges or anything of that nature? Investigation. 17. You don't really see any defining features other than his pointy ears of the elven race. To the best of my recollection, he doesn't look like one of the group from Randall's, does he? I mean, intelligence. 12. 12. Um, no, he's not familiar. I don't suppose anybody has any way of patching this fella up, do they? I know a thing or two. Well, he could use your help, it looks like. I'm gonna try and do some, I guess, first aid on this guy. B-roll medicine? Yep. 17. That's pretty good. I don't know if you have much for bandages and whatnot for equipment or anything, but uh, knowing you're able to, you know, work some healing arts, you're confident that he's not gonna get any worse. He doesn't immediately come to consciousness, though. I'm taking a moment looking around at all the windows and what particular buildings are here? Can I make out anything of what the hell was going on? Mm, perception. 21. 21. Wolf's name is Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Came from a rough part of town. The buildings surrounding you um, seem to be potentially residential. Uh, there's a couple two stories. There's a few one stories. But everything seems to be kind of closed up for the rain, actually. You know, so all the windows are shuttered and the doors are closed. And it's really kind of eerily quiet in this alley. By chance, did anybody notice that that wolf had a collar on or any, anything like that? I wasn't looking that close. I don't think so. Well, let's get this fella in out of the rain. I'm going to pick him up again and throw him over my shoulder. And Roll strength or athletics. 17? Yep, no problem. You learned from your past mistake. Lift with the legs. <laughs> Last time I just grabbed him by the head. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to toss him over my shoulder. And then uh, as we continue walking, I'm going to look for anything that looks like might be a house of healing or, or maybe any town guards or anything like that. We have another investigate. Uh, seven. No, you're just kind of trudging along. You, uh, you're you actually only about 15 minutes away from the siren, and so as you kind of take the path that you are intending to... By chance do I remember anything close to the siren that would be able to offer a helping hand? Or do I? Am I familiar with any Not local so much. temples? No, I don't think you've had cause to kind of seek things out. You do know that periodically there's kind of a heavier uh, city guard presence around the siren just because it is a... It's a social spot. You know, there are a lot of people coming through there. And so, And Randall's a very respected uh, person in this area town, and so they kind of do a good job of keeping an eye on things and keeping the peace. All right, I suppose we just make our way. It looked like that wolf was even clamping down on the head. In fact, I wonder if we shouldn't go back and see if we can see if it was being dragged. Hmm. Now I think about it. Is the ground pretty muddy? Uh, it's cobblestones, so not too terribly. 
No, the rain doesn't really help us with that, I suppose. Since I got him up over my shoulder, is there any, uh, any indication on the man's back of his clothes that he'd been being drugged? Or on the side of his head? Roll investigation. <laughs> Damn you. Fourteen. He looks pretty bedraggled. And not bedraggled. Just he's wet. He's soaked. He's unconscious body out in the rainstorm. Uh, he's got wounds that are indicative of teeth. But past that, it's really hard to tell. Well, let Kane, I, uh, I happen to be an expert in dragiotomy. I, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Drag what out of me? Yeah, he didn't seem to be acting normal. Like he had an intelligence. More than any wolf I've ever come across. Have you seen many wolves in the city since you've been here? I haven't seen any. I've never seen any wolves in the city, but... I gotta say I'm pretty familiar with them out from where I live. Or where I did live. Well, I've never seen anything this close to a town. I've never seen one solitary either. Especially alone, yes. But with all the strange things I've seen in this town, I'm... Not Honestly, it's pretty low on the list. Hey, so what would your thoughts be? Are you leaning more towards somebody's pet? Doesn't sit well as a random occurrence to me. Yeah, I'd probably say pet. I don't know that, uh, I'm not so sure that pet is necessarily the right answer, name for it, but. You mean like something like a shapeshifter? Oh, I didn't think that. I thought more of someone's just aggravated pet that they, not so much of a pet you keep it in your house, but. Like a familiar. Oh, interesting. I can't say I know much about those things. Looks like we've made it. I'm sure Randall has something or someone that can help this person. He's been certainly resourceful for us in the past. Speaking of which, what do we want to do with this fella? Is this something that we're looking to to dig into? I wonder how long it would take him for to wake up. Oh, last time we were in here, Randall had a little, a little jar of something that would probably pep this fella right up. Boy, it certainly didn't come at uh, any cheap cost, though. He's just that he's agreed to keep a certain stock on hand for us, but we don't even know this guy. Do we want to spend our resources on him? Well, the real question is, is do we want to know why there's wolves running around town? I mean, so far we've got, you know, assassins in the rain. We've got soulless bodies. We've got Medlack and his band of cronies. Boy, this is getting to be a ripe, uh, dangerous town. I'm curious if things are always uh, building up in this manner with just all the excitement of the Bane. The Bane? That's a competition of some sort? Uh, it seems like more of an arena combat kind of scenario. Seems like a big, big festival in the town here. I've been hearing about it nonstop since I showed up. It sounds like the first little bit of the Bane is uh, the way they clean up their prison system. Take all the ne'er-do-wells and uh, feed them to hungry sorts. Uh, maybe like some wolves. Yeah, I was going to say, it's not much of a stretch for that, then. I wonder if this fellow was a tamer or failed at his job. I was going to say he's pretty shit at his job. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, what do you say, Knuckles? Do we ask this fellow some questions? Or do we leave him for somebody else? I say we leave him. We kind of have a lot on our plate already. One less person to keep alive. <laughs> Then we move. I just start walking away. Okay, well, you're at the siren, so are you walking towards the door? 
Uh, yeah. Before we go in there, I want to thank you fellas for having my back over there. Boy, I didn't even look, and you guys were there uh, protecting me and fight with me. I appreciate you. And I'd do the same for you. You already have. Now let's go. Prepare yourselves for Handel's, uh, he's a lot to take. <laughs> uh, you walk in the door, and sure enough, Randall's is there at the front. Uh, I feel it's about, it's close to noon at this point. You walk in. Randall says, Oh, hello. Oh, hello. <laughs> oh, the toothies are back. That's so fantastic. That's wonderful, wonderful. Welcome back. Come in, come in, come in, come in. Hey there, Randall. Have you been? I, well, I guess it's only been well, not too terribly long. A, a night, too? Well, we need to introduce you to a couple new friends of ours there, Randall. Hey, Mr. Yes, well, Randall. new friends? That's amazing. Oh, boy, you sure do get around. Don't be saying that kind of thing. Well, not like I'm that. I'm loyal to my wife. <laughs> not like that. Alistia <laughs> no, does have some stories, but anyway. Well, come, come in, come in, come in. Well, Randall, this is my friend Letgain. Letgain, pleased to meet you. And this is our friend Merm. Oh, my goodness. Mermelnir. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So good of you. Well, you are a... A giant of a fellow, aren't you? Oh, goodness. Like somebody put a brick wall on some shoes. <laughs> this fella. A little bit mobile, isn't it? Yes, well, you always do bring the surprises. What what fresh hell is this? Excuse me. What, <laughs> what, what are we working on today? <laughs> well, we've got a couple things for you. First and foremost, this fella here. I don't know if he looks familiar to, it or, to you at all, but... Ran into some trouble out in the alley there. The strangest thing, he had a, a wolf just holding onto his head. Wolf? Yeah, have you ever heard of such a thing in town here? In town? Wolves in town? Yeah. yeah my thoughts exactly. Rumors abound during the bane, but wolves in town? That seems pretty preposterous. Well, we were hoping probably you could, you know, send out word and get this fella some help. Um, y- 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 yes, um... Well, at any rate, let's get him out of the entryway. <laughs> <laughs> Feel free to send him somewhere else if need be. A couple patrons come in and behind you and kind of look and see what... And he's just like, no, no, come in, this is fine. Which Please, please, please. I'm going to see if I can snag one of the waitresses to lead me somewhere where I can set this fellow down while they all chat with Randall. Actually, let, go ahead and go through that door there and just... Put him somewhere, and I'll take care of it. Thank you, Randall. I'll be back in a moment. Yes. I'll, I'll step out to do that. Okay, yeah. it's uh, There is there there is kind of a, a little back employees-only type, type area where you can step through. And you... <laughs> this is where we put the bodies. <laughs> By the dishwasher. Uh, no, you find a place to... And actually, you step in the back, and there's a few people that are just like... Uh, uh, <laughs> Your guess is as good as mine. But it doesn't seem to be bleeding out, so... But they also seem to be aware. They overheard Randall saying, telling you where to put him, so... Yeah, try to make him as comfortable as possible. All right, they have not so much a gurney, but a, a place where you can kind of lay him down. So, interesting times? Oh, you know, never a dull day for us. Indeed. Oh, I'll just say that you guys kind of make sm- made small talk until Grom got back. Um... Still have a room 
if uh, you, you so choose to to, to, to use that. Um, it's been an interesting development. Oh, your coach is ready. Oh, wonderful. I can just say the word and they'll bring it over. Thank you. I believe we've got some more business in town than we thought. Are you familiar with the name of particular... Well, I'm hoping a socialite in town here. Are you familiar with the name of Yazdan? Yazdan, Yazdan, Yazdan. I'm afraid that does not ring any bells. Interesting. Well, I figured with this being the, the center of... But yes, this is a fantastic place to spend your time and meet people and definitely a social, social hub of, of Aconitum Falls. And it's so great that you... We've been over that. Uh, but yes, yes, it's... No, no, it's not ringing any bells. Well then, I would imagine that the only reason that... You wouldn't know if somebody is. Probably because they might be a shadier element. So if I was looking for a name of somebody with a shadier element, could you point me in the right direction? Potentially. Well, I'd be interested in any information you have. Yeah, and you seem to... As your dad's call, it seems to be... Well... Not full, but... Every time we meet, it seems like... Questions from this direction and questions from this direction. It's a good thing you're so adept at navigating yes, the social I, sphere. You just well, I do what I can. Thank you. Thank you. No such thing as bad publicity. Mm. Eh? Mm. You've also come across as very knowledgeable in the past. Just thought we'd try. Oh, you're too sweet. And no, trust me, I would very much definitely uh, communicate. Anything you've helped me out so much that mess with the uh, talk about bad publicity that mess with the elven princess that's uh, that's that's rough. Yes, and true ugliness is that little group of. Interesting, you bring that up. I was about to say those uh, constituents, as they may be called. I don't know. They've been in and out, but not staying here, eh? Oh no, they are staying here. But uh, some nights they're here, sometimes some nights they're not, and other nights they're very serious, and other nights they're not. And well, there was a fight that broke out uh, not too long ago, and they were very helpful. They seem like good people. Would this be one of the nights where they're in, or one of the nights where they're out? Well, it is lunchtime, so I guess I can't rightfully speak to as to whether or not this is one of the nights that uh, they are in or out. Oh, interesting enough. Huh. No, I do. I do remember. Um, but there's a woman here. Um, just one, you say? <laughs> it's a little vague. It's a slow lunch. I am a woman here. <laughs> indeed, indeed you are. Indeed you. Um, strangely enough, uh, a bit of a prickly woman. Uh, uh, is it? She uh, predicted you would be here. Prickly, like like it's spiky. Sifian. Really? Yes. Hey. Yes, I believe that is the name. Why well, she is quite prickly. <laughs> I think it's more of her, t- her attire than her personality. She seems quite nice, quite knowledgeable. Very very strange. Not quite sure. Not quite sure what why she keeps referring to you as the pretender, but. <laughs> <laughs> That's an interesting relationship we have there, Randall. Is Chandrel about? Oh, um, Chandrel. I don't believe I've seen her in a few days. 
Several days, actually. Interesting. Is that odd for her? Actually, the no, last time I saw her was when you were about. Or at least your group was about. Um, no, it's not strange. She's She lives up cliff, and uh, her businesses take her down here occasionally, and you know, she pops in now and then, and or, you know, between you and me, she, sometimes she, she refers to it as going slumming, but... Uh, <laughs> popular, popular place for her to hang. But it is, it's, it's, it's a fantastic place to hang out and to socialize. And um, oh, will you be staying a while? Kai has decided to stay with us through the bane. Oh, that's delightful. I love Ariana, but well, let's just say Kai can be better. I. That would be putting it kindly. Yes, well, I don't want. I don't like to ruffle feathers. <laughs> Well, actually, I don't believe we'll be staying very long for right now. We've got to find a direction to go locate somebody who would know anything about this Yazdan fella. But you made mention of Safayan. I mean... I don't know if I'm ready to take all that on right now. What do you think, love? We've been looking for knowledge. Uh, it seems it's as good a time as any. She might be a type of person you'd be interested in getting to know. Is that right? I think you probably have some very uh, aligned interests. Of the mystical, magical sort. So I'm a bit on the fence about this one. Well, she she asked about you, and well, she's, she's in the dining area. Oh. So my problem with this is, I feel like she'd be of interest to you, because we met her on the first floor of the Enchanter's Tower. However... I feel like every time I talk to her, she's on the verge of tearing all my skin off and wearing it like a mask. Are we sure that's not just her appearance? Ah, she makes me quite uncomfortable. She was friendly with, uh, Kebler. I may have been, uh, impersonating one of the archmages of, uh, Os- Cypria when I met her. And she called me out. Which wasn't an easy thing to do, I'm sure. I don't know. I haven't felt threatened by her. She definitely has an air of mystery and can see things more than others. She's here. We're here. She's asking for you. I said we just get this over with. Well, Randall, if I'm going to die, I'd like to do it on a full belly. Do you mind having a couple plates of food for me and my friends sent over. Absolutely. With lunchtime, we have a very good white lasagna that we've put together. It uh, surprises one of the cooks was experimenting. It uh, came out very well. Well, that sounds wonderful, Randall. Yes, well, so four? Ah, uh, yes, please. Oh, uh, five? <laughs> five. Aye, right, aye. yes, I'll send it in. Well, uh, yeah, right, right through there and across the... Well, you... All right. Between you and me, I'm uh, very thankful that, uh, well, let's just say she gives me the heebie-jeebies. I understand. Could I ask you a favor, though? Hmm. All two things, really. If you hear about the name Yazdan at all, if you'd please let us know. But uh, other than that... Is there an organization he's associated with? Mukal or the Alluring? I feel like he might have some dealings with Mukal Holdings. Hmm. Not so sure that's something we're supposed to talk about out loud. It's fine, it's fine. Mukal has their fingers and everything. It's... And then I feel like you kind of have the pulse on the town, or your finger on the pulse of the town here, but 
A friend of mine is missing a, a very peculiar statue carved out of amethyst. If you hear anybody yeah, flapping their gums a little too loudly about something of that nature. Yes, I shall file that away. Appreciate my the information on that. Steel trap here. <laughs> I appreciate you, Randall. Well, I appreciate you, Mr. Toothy. Is there anything we can do for you while we're here? Come in, enjoy yourself, spend some money. Are you feeling we better after do. your time? Well, yes, there, there was a moment. Uh, hmm. well, but your, your lovely, lovely wife, Mrs. Toothy, was so helpful. Hey, that she is. Yes. No, come in, enjoy. If you find yourself here in the later evening hours, please enjoy Kai. She is gracing us with her, with her presence. Well, thank you, Randall. All right, gentlemen. And wife, shall we go have a bite? And he turns to some help and says, Five lasagnas for my friends. And then they run off and then, then somebody comes to the door. He says, Welcome, come in, come in. This is a fantastic time. As we walk to the table, I'd like to turn to Murray and say, I see back there you... It seemed like you hesitated, or you were maybe scared to jump into combat. You were, what happened there? You were the last one to react. I've never been one to, I guess, directly throw myself into an altercation. If it comes to it, I can hold my own, but in some ways, I'd rather sit back and watch how things play out. Fair enough. You enter the dining establishment, you see a couple people with the little bear icons there represent um, some soldiers that are from Osperia. The little lion there represents Ossipria. The hawk at the bar represents Greya. And I think I got Alistia running around here being the waitress and somebody you hadn't seen before working the bar. Miramolnir, you would notice the livery of... A Cypria, the lion. Uh, it's familiar to you. Can I look to see if I possibly recognize a face or mm-hmm. recognize them? Sure. Uh, probably just an intelligence. Be an 11. Somebody having some lunch. Not, a, not a, a face that you recognize. Across the way there, you see a fairly attractive woman that's dressed in a revealing outfit, but it's still it's made up of skins and feathers uh, of the like that you do not recognize. It's the spiky lady. Gentlemen, meet Sifian. As you approach, she is engaged in conversation with uh, a figure that has a hood pulled up over their head, enough to hide their identity from uh, any onlookers. What's their hand look like? Have it to be scaled. Perception. Nine? There's not really a hand out that you can see, but uh, you think that... uh, Oh, yep, there's a glove on it. Is there a tail? <laughs> Perception. Eleven. They're dressed in some pretty reasonable outerwear for the thunderstorm that's out there, and so it's a uh, humanoid. You got that for sure. By chance, do I recognize it as the same robe of the fellow that uh, Goturth was dealing with? No, I can tell you that. It's different. It's, it's not robes. It's traveling leathers, almost. More like a cloak. Yeah, a lot of leather. Did she notice us when we walked in? If she did, you didn't rightly see it. I think best we just have a seat and let her come to us. And actually about that time, the leather-clad figure stands up and 
they have a little bit of a parting exchange. And then at that point, before you're you're like, oh, should we, should we take a seat there? What do we do? And whatever, without looking at you. She says, oh, pretend. <laughs> so good of you to join. I'm assuming you're going to join. Well, I'm afraid we might need a couple more chairs here. You mind joining us at a beggar table? Oh. I've got some new friends for you to meet. Bring a chair. Bring a chair over. There's plenty of seating here. All right. I'll it's scoop a chair from one of those other tables and drag it as we go by. Tight fit, boys. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to stand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please, Godseeker, sit down. You seem uh, pretty well informed, Sifian. Yes, well, I've been accused of worse by better. All right. Where's everybody sitting? I'm still standing, too, after that comment. I'll sit closer to her, between her and Grom. I want to be straight across. Oh, please. Please sit, sit. I understand you are late, but please sit down. Can I roll to see if I break the chair when I sit in it? (laughs) (laughs) Are you trying to break the chair? Not intentionally, but just see if the chair holds me. I'll go ahead and roll for that. Um, Actually, you sit down, and the the cross beam between the two legs just... And you're like... You want to go get a new chair, or are you going to deal with it? I'll just deal with it. Okay, yeah, so your seat is actually about six to ten inches lower than in the normal chair, because it's, like, on its last leg. I rolled a two. You're still standing. No, I'll, I'll be sitting down. Um, you seem to know much about us. Oh, I know many things about many things. It's good to see you. It's good to see you. And how about you, Conqueror Lover? I mean, <laughs> forgive me. I will be interested to see what you decide. Well, it sounds like we're in the thick of it already. feel like we all will. How about this weather, huh? Well, I I suppose you probably have some questions for us. Hmm. And I believe we definitely have some questions for you. Who wants to go first? I don't know if I'm in the market for for answers. Well, good, because I don't seem to have any. (laughs) Seems time is... It's not necessarily on your side these days. And what do you mean by that? Well, I just am happy to see that you've uh, stepped away for a moment. Nevertheless, you say you have questions, you have questions. It's an interesting turn of events that, that brought me here. Oh? Well, just it's an interesting turn of events that, that brought me here at the same time as you. Well, it sounds to me like you're waiting here for us. That doesn't sound like much of an interesting turn of events to me. Oh, I had a few meetings. This is a popular place. Uh, any more meetings with more friends of yours like Lord Fervus? Oh, Lord Fervus. Actually, give me one more perception roll. Twenty. Dirty twenty. You uh, you actually see that uh, Lord Ferris's mask is attached to her hip. And she says, you and I both know very well that Fervus has passed yeah, that wasn't so much my question as if, if any more of the uh, mages of your little group there. Oh, my little group. Are about. Tell me about my little group. What is my little group? I'm a part of many groups. Well, the group I was speaking about was the mages of Ospria. Ah, yes, well, I'm... What other groups are you in there? Hmm. <laughs> that is for me to know and you to find out, as they say. Well, if I'm honest, I... I'm not sure I want to find out. Yes, well. So you called my friend over here, Godseeker. Indeed. Would you happen to know anything about that? I would imagine something of that uh, 
level would go unnoticed by you. Yes, I, I know. I know a bit. Not so much as, uh, well, let's just say, Kusodros. He's an eccentric one. Kusodros? Yes, Kusodros. I'm not familiar with the name. It's a shame his icon fell into the lion's jaws. There's some solace that the lion specifically is ignorant. But I suppose that's only a matter of time before mysteries are solved. Oh, Godseeker, you was a mad dogging. Don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> you said it fell into the lion's jaws. I may have. I believe when you were mm-hmm. telling your story, you said there were... You didn't say may. The first time, you definitely said it fell into the lion's jaws. You said it won't be there for long, eh? Well, all mysteries get discovered in time. Boy, that puts a bit of a clock on us. But I'm, a, I'm sad that so many things have a clock. I'm not one to say that he will uh, do anything with it once he discovers what it is. But what am I? I cannot predict the future. Can you not predict the future? You seem to know we were coming. Yes, well, there's that. Can you not predict the future? In ways. Time Warden. Now that's a cool nickname if I ever heard one. <laughs> <laughs> Time Warden, eh? What does she mean by that? Uh, can I roll, like, a knowledge, wisdom, or information on that? Yeah, sure. Uh, what would that be, wisdom, or what would that be? Anything? Just straight? 16? Yeah, it's not really a term that resonates with you. Yeah, let's just say, yes, it's a very, very attractive name. Time Warden might not be quite the right term. However, you are familiar with Cornol or Rathia? Familiar with what? Oh, excuse me. Apparently now I'm a history teacher. So as a land, you know it as Lorothia. It was once known as Cornol Orothia. Do you have any idea what she's talking My about? My time skipper here knows exactly what I'm talking about. I do. Time skipper. Julia has been asking about you, by the way. Really? She might. Really? She, Where is she? As the Fae do, she is here. She is there. Are you Fae? Oh, certainly not. You remember Julie, then? Fawn with shockingly blue hair and eyes. Knows her way around the carnal arts. She might have some things that can help you. Help your tardiness. Or she might dismiss you. And you know where I can find her? Yeah, as I said, Zephaya, Zephaya. I'd imagine you could find her in Zephaya Wild. What do you want? Oh, what do I want? I want for nothing. Sort of, well... I don't believe that at all. Well, I do have my proclivities. Most of them are satisfied at gemstones. Red gemstones? Oh no, it's, it's gemstones in the rough. It is a brothel in town. <laughs> ah, looking for a ride, are ya? <laughs> <laughs> Seem to recall we've encountered a couple of their ladies. Mm, yes. Yes, well. There are a few there that I'm very fond of. Coriander, especially. She is. Mm. <laughs> Remember, the secret is to get some, not something. Oh, goodness, I've had to worry about disease for some time now. I know it's not polite to ask a lady, but how old are you? Oh, you're right. It's very not polite. It's <laughs> <is> very rude. <laughs> well, I've got a favor to ask you. <sighs> and I know I've got no position to be asking one. But I'm going to ask anyway. Because for whatever reason, you seem interested in our doings. And you haven't yet skinned me, so... There's very much attention surrounding you. Are you familiar with the name Yazden? Mm, Yazden. As familiar as I am with any other name. 
That information is too boring for you, hey? Hey, well, that's a shame. You, you are dabbling with Mukal, then? Uh, we're trying mm. to dabble a bit. Hmm. Dear friend of mine has had some people very close to him go missing. Ah, yes. And I'm afraid that is the fastest timeline. The sword and the dagger. The sword and the dagger. Yes, precisely. You see many things. I do. I find it hard to believe that that you don't have more information on this. Yes, well, there have been agreements made. Sometimes my hands are tied. Hey, you seem like the kind of girl that likes that. (laughs) (laughs) You're very perspicacious there, Pretender. Calm down, Godseeker. It means observant. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not here to insult anybody. (laughs) I would be more than happy to owe you a favor. Fortunately, the dagger is attainable. But not the sword? Yes, the sword uh, chooses to remain elusive. Well, then I'd be very interested. Well, and be careful. Well, now you know that that's not my jam. <laughs> I do. Uh, let's just say the Hydra's clutches can be indiscriminately malevolent. Well, it does not sound familiar. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought we were talking about McCall. <laughs> Many things we've encountered lately seem to be just malevolent. Yes, well, hydras exist in lairs, in cities, in governments. I will say about McCall, at least you can recognize the tentacles for what they are, instead of wondering whether or not they've been, oh, how you say, eclipsed. Hey, well, at least that's a useful bit of information. <laughs> Always nice to know the enemy that you know. Uh, the question is, is why would the sword be uninterested in being found? Or at least that's how I'm taking what you're saying. Take it how you want it. <laughs> I think that is more of your advice from the gemstones. Oh, believe me, he does. <laughs> oh my. It's difficult to speak to people's motivations. More difficult to speak to weapons' motivations. Is it easier to speak of their whereabouts? Almost definitely not. <laughs> well, perfect then. Then maybe I'll share some whereabouts of the dagger. Uh, whereabouts of the dagger? Boy, I would be more than willing to owe you a favor. Yes, well, uh, my role in life, as I said, agreements have been made. If I actively affect things, it's, uh, hey, life said too much. Let's just say things might not appreciate that, and so... I feel like you're changing roles here. (laughs) You seem like quite the agitator since I've known you. Certainly not my intention to get you agitated, young pretender. (laughs) Not me agitated, but events. Can I say I observe? Only an observer. Observing with that. Sometimes I toes the line. Little keepsake of yours there. For our dear old friend Lord Fervus. Oh, I'm sorry, did you want that back? Well, I'll be honest. I think I've got enough help in my head. Is that you do? Got any advice for a poor fella going insane before you hurt someone close to him? I can't say that I have any advice. Other than a jockey opposition with whatever was making him insane. You know, you look pretty fancy. This, this is nothing. But uh, 
You don't look a day over 300. Oh, you flatter me. By chance in your travels, have you ran across a, uh, a fellow by the name of Relic? Oh, Relic. Quite the prolific mind. Unfortunately, that lends itself to a certain amount of uh, isolation. I honestly don't know where he is. Well, I guess that wasn't so much my question as what he is. I was in his domicile once. Hmm. Now, uh, I took a little trip through the halls of Relic once. You've been there. That's an impressive place. Hey, it's probably more impressive if you're not afraid for your life. This is, a. Uh... I can see where where it would be a a scary place. Well, he had a pretty interesting collection of art. That's where I convinced the shadow to leave me alone. The shadow, eh? The painting. The painting? The painting of chaos. There are several paintings of chaos in that place. Well, I was trying to determine from the art that I found about whether or not he was... Dragonborn or an Agendracon. Oh, you must have came in through the front entrance. I can see where that artwork might be confusing. Could you shed any light? Mm. Perhaps if you ask us the right question. Well, let me start here at least. All the writing above all the doors was a, an archaic form of draconic. It seemed like all the art was leading itself to really glorifying the Agendracon. So, with all these pieces I have really opposing views because it looked to me like the Agindracon were selling their souls to some dark chaos to gather enough power to overthrow the dragons but my friend here has got a different view of it let's just say yes I know much about the Agindracon as a disputed history is well selfish it might be a touchy subject here between these two slaverkin. Slaverkin? I don't understand. Mm. History is interesting. Oh, I believe she's trying to say that the dragons were the enslavers, but I think that's not the same version of the story you've told me. Yeah, well, I don't really trust her, necessarily. Of course not. Look at me. I expect you can trust me as far as you can throw me. From what you said, she likes to... All I do is sit and talk. Up. The history of war is written by the victors. Do you know where the nearest rift is? The nearest rift. Now what be a rift? A rift between the planes. They're all over. A rift in the planes or a rift in the time? I'd be looking for the planes immediately. Oh, the planes are as much easier than the time. Is there are a few here in town. I've been told. Would you tell us where they are? I'm afraid if I reveal too much information, my shadow friend might come asking questions. <laughs> you said you friend. lost the shadow friend, or oh, you would yes. cut him off his back, but he's still around? He can be quite insistent sometimes. Side note, I feel like you've yet to reveal any information. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but pretend I am so very, very pretty. You've been using that little mask of yours, of the late Lord Fervus. Lord Furbus was one of those Agendracon. He's passed now. But I believe his uh, seed lives on. I believe the local Chandrel is bearing his child. If that's something of interest. Somehow I have a feeling she already knows. Oh, Pretender, are you trying to present new information to me? Not so much to you as my 
What'd you call him? Slaver Ken. Friends. Oh, now the pretender pushes the button. See, that does not sit well with you, Blueskin. Where's the Agendracon child? As far as I was told, the Agendracon were extinct. That is what they like you to believe. As you say, the victors. I'd love to sit here and chat with you all night, but I'm afraid if you don't have any information on this sword or dagger, that's useful to us. I've got to go elsewhere. A dear friend of mine is. Well, when your kin's in trouble, I'm sure you understand. Do you have any kin? Ah, kin. Kith and kin. That's interesting words. If you mean offspring, no. If you mean family, then we. Hey, how's your friend Kebler doing? Ah, Kebler. Double half-blood. Double half-blood? He was cute. Now, how does one get to be a double half-blood? That's where your grandparents are this, your parents are this. Double half-blood, it's easy to put together as a pretender. He was cute. It's a shame I didn't get to spend more quality time with that one. Half-blood? I hope he finds his mother. Boy, it's not looking good. Although if he's insistent upon searching for family, his grandfather might prove more insightful. I believe last I heard he was aimed for the Ruby Hills, which coincidentally is his home where we will be heading here soon. Oh, what takes you to the Ruby Hills? Ah, hmm. uh, Medlack. Ah, Medlack. And uh, putting an end to this Ruby business. Uh, but first, the long sword on the dagger. Oh, Medlack. Are you business with Medlack? He is, well, how you say, a tryhard. <laughs> well, I'm gonna try hard to put his ear on my necklace here. I don't think he was hugged enough as a child. Right pain in the ass is he. I don't know if I would get too worked up over him. His delusions of grandeur, thinking his abode, his domicile is something special, just because of, I know a certain blue that would take violent exception to his machinations. A certain blue? Blue blood or blue scale? Well, I think you know the answer to that. Well, I think you vastly overestimate what I think I know. <laughs> <laughs> When it comes to Medlack, it takes takes a coward not to stand on principle and truth. Let the truth stand on its own. It's pure evil to force someone to think as you do. If your opinion can't defend itself, maybe you should not hold it. Hey, I've always been of the mind that if you don't tell the truth, reality's not on your side. Which with some of our reality benders is not such a big deal, but to one who doesn't, boy, it's everything. It just depends on how you define reality. Lately, I'm not sure it's got much of a definition. So can you lead us to the dagger? I know that you said you, you're not supposed to interfere, but I think you want to. Some scenarios that are more malevolent than others. I'd even take a direction. Let's just say that uh, be cautious which head of the hydra you cut off. You might not like what grows back. Huh. Well, there's only one way to deal with the hydra. We burn it all. <laughs> Where's Mavka? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that poor little mouse. You see Mavka, you tell her she does not have to be scared. Boy, she never seemed quite very scared to me. Mm. She's not an art fan, I'll tell you that. I believe that little picture and relics toy there, the one with all the swirling clouds, the, the chaos that the Agendracon were courting. Boy, I took a look at that painting and, boy, that looks back at you. I think it looked back a little hard at our friend Mevka. We? Speaking of relic, you had mentioned front door. Mm-hmm. We had found a dohi. What is it called? The dohi- dodecahedron. Yep. Shape, and that was the 
mode of entrance that our friends here used. Oh, that uh, was not the modes. That was the scene. That's it. That is, that is it. That is everything. That is everything. You said there was the front door, uh, which implies a back door. I imply many things. You are not on the wrong track. We lost it. That is unfortunate. That is an amazing thing to lose. You don't know where it's at? You seem to know so much. I think what I know and what I don't know. What are you willing to tell us? I feel like you know what I know. And there's not so much a willingness. I do look out for my own skin. I believe you failed to answer the question about whether or not Relic was an Agendracon or a Dragonkin. I don't believe you asked me a direct question. Well, I believe I asked you if you knew his race. As it turns out, I do. I'm still not interested in sharing that information, I, I see. Let's rephrase. Would you please tell us what his race is? There are things I can tell you, and there are things that I can not tell you. And there are things that I can imply, and there are things that I can... Well, do you believe him to be an Agendracon? I do. I just wasn't sure why an Agendracon would write everything in Dragon Script. Well, perhaps a little bit of research into uh, historical linguistics might lead you to uh, a better understanding. <laughs> ah, and here I thought you saw all kinds of things. Oh, I do see all kinds of things. Well, apparently you can't see the fellow that's sitting across the table if you think I'm going to do any research into historical linguistics. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say I believed you would do that. I'm just saying it might uh, lead you to some insight, but I will say this. I think uh, you should trust your intuition on certain things. I guess I just feel like the relationship between those two is probably far more convoluted than either side is letting on. My previous statement stands. Seems that's the case anytime there's a war or distrust between races. I'm not so sure it was a distrust between races. As maybe more of a that bonding between them. The paintings that I saw showed courtship, or uh, we'll just say they knew each other. Is Relic still alive? You ask me all these questions that require definitive answers. Do you not know the game yet? I told you, I do not know where Relic is, which is strange. I feel like you would understand that is strange. That is strange. If one were to begin searching for someone such as Warlick, where would they begin? <laughs> I guess from the way this conversation's going, and for your particular nickname, it might be a question more of when would you begin? As every great journey from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm afraid all these games are a little much for me. I will say it is ironic I know the least about my kinsmen. You are kinsmen? Hmm? Hmm, indeed. I will say this. Uh, if you happen to see Dulius along your travels, please send him my way. To see who? Dulius. I believe you're in the possession of some of his writings. I'm not in the possession of anything. It's another one. As far as I know, he might be in the presence of Relic. Say, what happened to your large friend? Hmm. Yet another question that remains answering. But I was going to check the bane. Did he get lost chasing shadows? Hmm. Well, I don't know what you mean by that, but if you're... Trying to imply he ran into trouble with his black-scaled friend, where that fella seemed likely to carry a shadow with him. As I said, I tangled with that entity once. That's common knowledge. Let's just say I'm happy I've convinced it to leave me alone. Black scales? 
or the black scales? He was a, a dragonkin like yourself, but he had a sinister look to him. Our friend Goturth was having some dealings with him, but they didn't seem very wholesome. But truly, has there been much wholesome about anything over the last week? No, there hasn't. I'm starting to forget what normal feels like. Or wonder if I ever knew. You know, it gets to be a pretty good day when all you're having to deal with is a wolf eating somebody in the alley. I say, conqueror, lover. Your dichotomy garners as much attention. I should be cautious. Although, I believe different parties want different halves. Nevertheless. Yeah. I like you. I would hate to see that go poorly. Well, nothing's gonna go poorly for you, doll. They'll rip their face off with my teeth. As you've proven. But I've got a full belly. And I think I've got enough of your riddles to last me a lifetime. <laughs> I've got a dagger to find. And a hydra to slay. And a god to find. And rubies to stop. Oh, the rubies. I say, who named that organization? What organization? Oh, um, excuse me. I may have overspoke. Are you speaking of the alluring eclipse? Sheer propaganda. There's nothing alluring about being eclipsed. Except for maybe you don't have to claim responsibility for your actions. You're not wrong. I suppose that is the draw. Grom pushes his chair back and starts stretching because he's been sitting for a while here. The pretender grows tired, and I feel some desires I need to satiate. It was good to see you all. You know, oddly enough, it was good to see you as well. I have this strange effect on people. Make sure you tell the Coriander we said hey. I will indeed. Say hi to Rose and Quartz as well. Ah, Rose and Quartz. Say, uh... A little too tall for your taste. Say, uh, a little bit too tall for my taste. Oh, <laughs> Pretender, you're starting to figure me out. <laughs> Say, uh, a bit too uh, walkabout. I'll be... I'll be honest... I thought it might have been a price thing. Oh, she's worth every penny. I thought coriander might be half price. Figured if you went as often as you, you'd want a discount. <laughs> but I'd love some information on... Who says I even pay? We all pay, darling. We all pay. I guess if we know it got no real direction, probably go stir up a hornet's nest and see what comes of it. Yes, well, as I said, good to see you. Good luck with the Hydra. Thanks for the hints of the information. I do for that again. I stand up and push back my chair and kind of give a slight bow and say, uh, uh, my fair Eringriol, it was nice to meet you. And just kind of back up a little bit and look up and see what... She has stood up at this point when when you backed up and that she gets kind of a... It's kind of a, an annoying little smile on her face and nods her head to you and says, and best of luck to you, Blueskin. I'll just keep kind of bowing and backing up. It's obvious that she respects the difference. I'm going to stand up and I'm going to just try and tuck my chair in and make it look like I didn't almost <laughs> break it. <laughs> I picture you waiting around until the next person sits in it and it breaks and you're like, Whoa! <laughs> Randall, look what he did! <laughs> oh, Godseeker, you don't have to hide your mistakes. <laughs> Felsen. Godspeed. Until next time. Hey. Farewell. And she exits. Ah, uh, that was weird. I thought 
you were expecting her to fight you and that she was woman just puts me on edge. Riddles? I told you it was going to be all right. Though I hate that she talks in riddles. I don't know what you all got from that, but I she fucking lost me. <laughs> <laughs> well, but I can tell you for sure knuckles. Is that your statue has been taken by a man bear pig? <laughs> I think he means a lion. So then I guess a good question for Randall would be, is there a station for their embassy here in town? Because if so, that might be a good place to look if we don't find any clues at the Ezekiel's eccentricities. Yeah, so that was confusing, right? Like, I don't know what's going on with that. Yeah, I'm afraid I... I gathered someone from Ocypria has the statue for the god, and I gathered that Mukal is... Hydra, and we must be careful if we take down Mukal, for something worse may take their place. But also, Mukal is definitely in uh, possession of the girls. What was all this about um, Time Warden or Time Skipper? Oh, well, that's uh, uh, my my style of magic, as you see. I my chronology. I another one using words too big for me. Chronology is the well. The study of time. The study of time, yes. I also dabble a little bit in, well, everything, but gravology as well. That's what it's called, I believe. I don't know, Time Warden, that seems to be the protector of time, and I'm definitely not that, as far as I know. Of course, if you're a time skipper, perhaps eventually you will become such. Time skipper. She called us Slavekin. It seems to have meant something to you. Well, the... The Adrenicron tried to enslave the dragons. They tried to slaughter us all and enslave us all. So she had that backwards. As far as... Doesn't your history have that? Well, if she called you slave, Ken, sounds like she thinks that she won. That you are slaves. Or that the Adrenicron did enslave the dragons. From what I've read of our books, very little. I was never big into reading the scrolls of the past but from what I learned just from listening we used to live above ground then there was some force that forced us underground but I never had any interest looking any deeper than that I think next time we run into her we should maybe ask her some more questions about what this darkness is that she's so concerned about or shadow has escaped from yeah the shadow also she seemed to imply that goaters may be involved with that same said shadow well it sounds like she also knows about our books <sighs> she seems to know fucking everything well if she could know about them then that means that others can probably know about them as well are those currently in your possession Lutkane or are they with Mavka Okay, that would be both of them. Now, if I remember correctly, one of those was in Celestial. Is that correct? Well, she says one of them was written by Dulius. The Rise of Destruction and the Decline of the Blood are both in Celestial. So I wonder which one of those was written by Dulius. But my guess would be he'd be another... What'd you call him? Your name for the Agendracon. The Erindriel. Actually, I think it's Elendriel. 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 Wait, isn't that what you just called her? She said she was blood of relic. 
And that's what he was, as far as I knew. Or at least that seems like what she was leading on to, even if she didn't want to say it. That'd probably be why she was so knowledgeable about Lord Fervus. Well, for an extinct race, there certainly seems to be a lot of them about. So where does that put you to, knowing that she's in a Gendricon? Well, I don't think she's in a Gendricon. Oh, you don't? I believe that she is still in a Lindriel. Didn't you tell me that was the name for a Gendricon before? Then I'm not sure I understand the difference. Oh, well, some may say it's a matter of semantics, but the Elendriel is what the people were called that lived in peace and harmony with the with the dragons. Oh, same race, different faction then? Not quite. It is my understanding that, well, maybe this shadow that she speaks of is what took over the mines or corrupted the, the people, but once this thing took over, they became... Gendricon. Oh, interesting. So you would say the Elendriel would be like the pure form before they were corrupted, so to speak? Yes. Well, having not known anything about the difference, I suppose I was just calling everybody the same thing. So that means this Dulius and maybe Lord Fervus even might have been both of these uh, Elendriel, as you speak. It's hard to say. I mean, if that's the case, then... It would be an Elendriel offspring inside Shendrel. <laughs> Another half-blood, as it were. Well, I guess that leaves us with what do we do now? I know our original intention was to go to Ezekiel's, but sounds like the statue isn't there. Or maybe it is. Hell, I never know. So do we know what we want to do from here? Well, if we continue on with the plan for Ezekiel's, even if they don't have the statue, perhaps... Its owner may have tried to reach out to sell it. I mean, it can still possibly be a source of information. I like that. Still don't have any idea who this Yazdan fellow is. So are you up for a trip to Ezekiel's? Yes, I would say so. I need... Maybe perhaps he has spell components. I'm running short. I was just getting dry, too. So I'll say it's about 2 o'clock in the afternoon at this point. We'll get up and make our way for the door. Randall says, Oh, leaving so soon? Hey, we still have business out in the rain, Randall. That's unfortunate. It's so nice and warm and cozy in here. I agree. Kai's gonna start soon. Well, we'll be back in time for Kai, I hope. And hopefully next time we'll come back without a body. Yes, well, uh, interestingly enough, uh, he's awake. Oh, interesting. Yes, well, uh, uninterestingly enough, he doesn't remember anything about how he got here. Remember who he is? Uh, his name is, uh, his name, his name's, uh, interestingly enough, is Leroy. Well, if I would have known his name was Leroy, I probably would have let the wolf eat his head. <laughs> <laughs> he probably deserved it. He probably ran right into it. That's what he gets just for walking about town. Well, I warn your patrons to be careful. Sounds like there's a... Oh, the rumor's already going around. Well, hopefully it'll drum up some more business for you. This seems like a place with no wolves. Well, and I'd like to keep it that way. We'll put it on the side. 100% no wolves. We got some bears and some lions and a hawk or two, but we, no we, wolves. We could just say 0% wolves. 0% Safe on the signage. Fair. It's true. Well, I believe we're off to Ezekiel. So you need anything while we're out, Randall? Um, no, I'm fine. They could go for a Toblerone, but, uh... No, I'm good. Fair. 
making mental note to pick up Toblerone for Randall. So, uh, as per usual, get to the door, perception check. Perception. Holes in the rain. Mm-hmm. 17. 15. I figure I'm too far back to really... You were lagging behind Anyway, but uh, no, uh, uh, with those perception rolls, um, you don't immediately see anything that you feel is threatening. No wolves. No wolves. I'm going to head out, close my eyes for a second, take a deep breath, step out into the rain. Um, there is no assassin attack. Well, that's a plus. You really make it to Ezekiel's with no problem. So you approach and you are down pretty much like on the docks. You can see the ocean right there. And you kind of follow the directions that Grinzander gave you. And eventually you end up coming up on... There's a sign and it's a stylized E, but the middle part of the E is extended. And so there's a big E and then a medium E and then a little E. So there's three E's with sharing the, the middle piece. And he really are smart enough to figure, hey, this is it. But it's uh, just a small little establishment in the corner of a warehouse. So it's not its own building. It's a simple door. I guess you don't really know, standing outside, how big the interior is since the door is attached to a large warehouse. Well, all right, Knuckles. Looks like here it is. Looks like you and Lutgain have some shopping to do. Yes. Shall we go in? I'll follow you fellas. I will go inside. I will follow that cane. All right, you enter the space, and it's a small space compared to the building that it's attached to. There's a counter across the way, and you see, standing behind the counter, male. Skin is kind of pale, but you see patches of scales here and there. One on his neck, they're kind of greenish in tint. One on his cheek, and that's about really all you see for that because the clothing cover otherwise. Uh, dark hair. Yeah, he glances up at you, and you pause for a second. And you realize vertical slits for pupils, and you see a nictating membrane blink at you. He says, oh, welcome. Come in. Yes. What can I do to assist you? Have I ever seen anybody like this before? Yeah, same here. I think we'll roll a percentage die on this. Yeah, just roll me some percentages. 46. And... Nope. Looking for low numbers here. Uh, I got a 17, actually. 88. I want to say that's a 9. nine. Uh, no, I will say the two slaverkin, no, the, two dra- the two dragonborn. Miramilnir, you have you have met one. Uh, Letgain, you have read about one. But this is uh, Yuan-Ti Trueblood, which is a... Uh, yeah, there's snake elements. There are other aspects of the Yuan-Ti. There are very serpentine people. There's a, a small subcategory that have legs. Otherwise, the rest are about humanoid size. Serpentine tail, standing upright, two arms. Pretty tribal, pretty territorial, pretty violent. But there is a, a subset out there that is what you see before you. Ah, are you Ezekiel? I am. How are you doing today, Ezekiel? Oh, fantastic. Oh, that is great. By chance, I am looking for some basic spell components. Uh, spell components. I'm afraid we are a bit of a specialty store. Hmm. Ah, okay, well, but, uh, what do you have? We have some specialty armor. We have some specialty statues. We have some scrimshaw. 
We have some clocks. We have some essences. We have flowers. I guess it depends on what you're looking for. If you're looking to shop. Do you guys have any statues? Oh, we do have some statues. Ah, I think we'd like to see them, if we may. Well, right here on this shelf right here. You see a figurine of... It's, there are three goats stacked up on top of each other. Uh, it's small enough to fit in your pocket. I'm just not able to stop staring at this dude. I'm afraid uh, other than some just simple scrimshaw statuettes, we, uh, this is all we have for statues. Ah, well. Okay. What if we were looking for something more of a amethyst statue in the form of a god type being? I sometimes see gemstone things come through here. Uh, however, not so much recently. Any recommendations on where we might be able to go? Well, I feel, uh, if you're looking for something specific, Purm's Emporium is, uh, it's a nice place to start. He, uh, he seeks out things. He's very good at his job. Mm-hmm. Yep, we are familiar with him. Sorry, I don't have anything any, uh, more appealing. Is there anything else I can help you with? We do have a very exotic inventory. And as you look around, you see some various armors and various trinkets and some weapons. And uh, the armor is uh, pretty exotic. There's like a Oyoroi or a Domaru. It's kind of like the Japanese samurai armor. And there's a cloak. There's a bag of something on the shelf. Oh, it's just kind of random stuff. Oh, I think that's kind of what we were looking for. You do seem well-traveled, though, or you have very well-traveled people that you buy mm, stuff from. Yes. I say our acquisitions agent, uh, Yazdan, he's very good at what he does. Yazdan, of course, of course, Yazdan. I think I've seen him at Forms before, actually. In fact, where do you, do you know where he is at? I'd imagine he's floating around town somewhere. It's a very specific skill set. Mm-hmm. So he comes and goes. He, well, as I said, acquisitions is very strong with him. So he would be the one to speak to if we wanted something hmm, in particular. Yeah, that depends on what you mean by particular. As I said, he's acquisitions. If you are seeking something particular, then I might be your guy. I'm just going to nudge Mjolnir over here. I'm looking for a small amethyst statue. From the waist down, it's like tentacles, but from the waist up, it's more dragon. Well, I certainly haven't seen anything of the sort, but I can certainly keep my eyes peeled. And he blinks his dictating membranes at you a couple times when he says that. Perhaps check back in a week. Perhaps we can have some luck. And what if somebody had maybe some exotic tastes? Many of our clientele have exotic tastes. Can I roll an insight check to see if he's talking about anything below the surface? Yep. 14? You get the feeling that he's has more to say, but could potentially be waiting for a signal, maybe a code word, maybe a... I was curious if, by chance... Someone was looking to spend a 
fair amount of coin on, let's say, a, a very fancy dagger. Something with possibly a gold hilt and an emerald inset. Sounds specific. I have very specific tastes. Preferably unused. You can tell he feels that you're speaking the same language at this point. He says, we have much weaponry come through here. I'm sure we can find something to suit you. Well, it sounds like you're the person to know then, Ezekiel. But it doesn't seem like this is really the, well, the time of day for things like that. Is there a better time to access your shop? Or a better place to see your wares displayed? Roll a persuasion. About a seven bitches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he seems to kind of shift a little bit. At first, he was very much, I'm picking a moon line down. And then there's something that kind of shifts. Ah, Ezekiel, please, you must. You must. Come on. Oh, so this is a group endeavor. Sometimes, uh, the proper weapon. It's a little too expensive for somebody to purchase all on their own. They're just so difficult to acquire the right weapon elsewhere. If you know what I mean. Oh, trust me, I do. So, perhaps you come back later this evening, at the right time, and with the right words. I, you know, before I come back, I'm not the kind of man that wants to waste anybody's time and flash my sharpened teeth to him. Let's ask what kind of purse one should bring if one was shopping. What kind of purse? Yes. I'd say a substantial one. Afraid of Ezekiel, that's a... I'll need some form of range. You know, as uh, wild as this town has been at night, for some reason I just don't feel like it's overly safe to be running around with large amounts of coin. Oh, you seem like a very capable group. And he looks at Grimaldir. I'm sure safety is not your issue. I guess more specifically, I don't want to be traveling with more than I need. What do you say? Well, if I was looking for a dagger of a specific taste, uh, how much should somebody bring to shop for something like that? Every town is so different, and every craftsman has a different price. I suppose it would depend on said weapon. If you're looking for a range, I could find you a weapon for ten gold. And I can find you a weapon for a thousand gold. I'm looking for something exquisite and unused. Then I recommend the thousand mark. We seem to deal in a lot of used weaponry. So the unused, well, let's just say it's rare. Well, let's be clear. I'm not looking to rent it. I would like to make a purchase. Well, then I suggest you take that amount and multiply it by a factor of ten. Ah, now we're talking. 
What time should we be back? Seven. (laughs) (laughs) Well, as I said, any time after sundown. You mentioned having the right words. And I suggest you bring those. Well, I guess we'll see you then. Is there any other shop on you boys would like to do while we're here? No, not me. Do you have any Toblerones? Sadly, no. Although if you find a shop with Toblerones, please bring some back when you come back. Noted. <laughs> we don't need the right words, we just need Toblerones. <laughs> Well, if we don't have any further shopping, we'll bid you adieu, Ezekiel. Stay safe. Before I go, you'll have to forgive me, Stare and I. I've never seen one of your race before. What are you called? It's fine. I believe the term is you want tea. You want tea. No, 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 not like you want tea. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you want tea. Like you, Y-U-A-N. You want tea. You want tea. You'd be surprised how often I have to have this conversation. Oh, forgive me, but you seem as exotic as your eccentricities. Good day. I suppose we'll step out. Ding, 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 ding. After we step outside. Hey, Knuckles. Mm-hmm. Do you suppose we should ask him to see if he would be capable of acquiring your particular statue from the jaws of the lion, as it were? It seems like... Mukal holding has a long reach. Couldn't hurt. Shall we head back in? I feel like that point in question was already made. Yeah, we asked him to check back in a week. Yeah. I was going to say, maybe go and ask him about this acquisitions expert, Yazdan. See if possibly he could be sent to retrieve a particular item if we had loose knowledge of whereabouts. Seems like Yazdan would be the one to speak to if he truly is good in the acquisition business. Well, maybe we should step back in there and see if we can arrange a particular meeting or hmm, put a particular thing on his books. I'm trying to think if it would be a good idea or not to leave him with a ruby. I would rather burn his shop to the ground. Oh, certainly, Del. But not till we can get our hands on what we're looking for. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, I'm not about to give him anything extra than we must. You want to step back in there with me? Yeah. All right, we're going to step back inside. I suppose I'll go inside. I'll hang out outside. Raining. Yes. Did you forget something? Well, this information on your Mr. Yazdan, as you called him, being your acquisitions expert, or if it would be you that we spoke to about hiring him to make a very specific acquisition... Or if there was somebody else we should speak to, or speak to him specifically. Are you asking to hire his services? It seems like he probably has a very long reach, and he might be just the person to... He is very good. I would like to hire him. Do I speak to you about that, or do I speak to him? Well, I feel like you would speak to him, but however I can arrange a meeting, if you could give me some contact information. When would you like to talk to him? As soon as possible. How soon could we set up a meeting place? 
Let's see, today is Wednesday. I will see him again on Friday. By chance, do you know where he might be hanging out? Mm, I'm afraid not. We are strictly professional. Well, then why don't you give me the when and where and we'll meet you. Or we'll meet him. A place of his, like. I'm sure he would know uh, the proper place to have a discussion like that. I'm sure he would. So I suppose, depending on how business goes this evening, I'll have some more information for you in two days' time. I thank you. And we'll dip out. And once we get outside, get a little ways away from the door there. Hey, I'm still not stabbed. Do you guys have any interest in heading back to Grand Sanders? I feel like this particular scenario needs a bankroll, and I'm penniless. That is some time of travel. You think we can get there and back in time? By seven? Well, it's only two o'clock, and we've got until nightfall. My uh, thought was to go get Grand Sander to hopefully bankroll this operation and maybe come along under some disguise. Hopefully we can find his daughter. Yeah, from our little conversation with Sefeyan, I get the impression that his wife is being controlled by a stone currently. So I wouldn't be shocked if she had a ruby on her. Mm. Or was inside one. But if we can get his daughter back. To start. Yeah, uh, I'm worried about this secret word he's talking about. Where, mm-hmm. where do we get that? I wonder what I guess supposed the most degenerate people. Where do they meet? Well, I'll be honest. I feel like if we show up with enough coin, it doesn't really matter. Mm, if you show up with coin but not the proper words, they'll be on to you that you're not who you really are claiming to be. Well, I'm not claiming to be anybody other than somebody with an interest in purchasing. But it'll be someone who's pretending to be an interest. To have the proper words means that you actually are interested and have gone the proper routes to find it. Aren't you aware of undercover agents? Well, I... I'm not pretending to be anybody that knows of any of the proper routes. I believe I'm just finding about Yazdan, finding out about Mr. Yazdan today. And I'm afraid I don't know anybody in the shadower, shadowy elements of the town to ask. And I've got no money for bribe. So I'm open to any ideas you guys have. But I'm afraid I'm plumb out. Unfortunately, as am I at this point, Randall is clearly not our choice for these things. And I'm afraid if we burn the place to the ground, or take the girl through force, then that might shut off our availability to hire Mr. Gazdan. No, no. Possibly get places where we can't get. I mentioned wanting to do so. I know better than to actually follow through at this point. Well, I still don't think it's a terrible idea. Yes, but not until we've secured the safety of those we're looking for. So what are your thoughts? Uh, you're told of... The Morningwood, and I believe that they do similar things at this establishment. Um, I'm just wondering if this isn't the place to look for this word. Mm. Now that sounds like a fabulous idea. But I'm also worried about the money as well, like you say. If we don't have that in time, I don't know. Do they check for money, or do you give them the word and they let you in, or... Well, what if... Two of us go to get the word, and two of us go to get money. Ah, uh, I suppose that would sound good to me. 
I mean, even with all my coins in possession right now, it's only about 4,500. I'm fairly confident in Gren Zonder's ability to get a hold of whatever funds he needs. So I feel confident there. But if we need the word as well, then that puts our time at a, a difficult pace. I don't see any other way other than splitting up, unless you guys have an idea that I don't. Because if we don't buy the girl and we just take her, that makes it a really hard time to hire Mr. Yazdan to get your statue back. I wonder, your stone, if you put that stone in coins, could you use that stone to make it look like coins or more? Mm. Well, I'll be honest, I don't have it. What? <laughs> what? What? Boy, Boy, these dreams have been, they've been really messing with me. What dreams? These terrible nightmares, like, like my head is infested with some bug-like creature that it speaks to me and forces me to do things. Just last night I had a dream of uh, choking you to death, my love. Hmm. That's terrifying. Still not convinced it'll happen. I don't want it to, but I couldn't tell for sure if it was something to do with those, and I just, I left them at Grenzander's. As far as I'm concerned, you can have them. I volunteer to go to Grenzander's. <laughs> <laughs> so we have one for Grenzander's. Who wants to go get the word? I'm not very good at the convincing thing. That's not true. I've seen you convince quite a few people. They may have had fingers bending in the wrong direction. <laughs> but let me tell you, Dal, they were convinced. I don't feel like force is going to be the answer on this one. Well, I tell you what. If it was, boy, you two. <laughs> I'd fucking do it. <laughs> you know, if I'm being perfectly honest, force might be just the thing. For a word like that. Even if he just waited for somebody to come out of an establishment like that. Do we catch him right before the meeting? You just need whatever word it would be for somebody looking for some some items like that. I mean, I'd be happy to strong arm some scum as soon as they come out of the establishment to get the words from them. Do you feel like twisting some fingers down at the morning wood? I could do that. Alright. You two get morning wood. But darling, only you are supposed to supply that for me. Uh, Well, good luck to you both. As we walk away, I'll pat you on the back and say, don't hesitate, or, yeah, don't hesitate. And then I'll cast Gift of a Clarity, which gives you a 1d8 on initiative checks for eight hours. Nice. We'll meet up at Randall's afterwards, and we'll travel from there to Ezekiel's. Good luck. Stay safe. You as well. This has been Bedlam Social Hour, a D&D podcast, a Peace in the Chaos production. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you'll join us again next time. Until then, work hard and be kind.